You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you need a place to drink some good coffee and read comics, Watchtower Cafe is the place for you. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's not just a coffee shop with comic books. It's a great place that lets the geek community in Utah hang out and get together. Go check them out at 1588 South State and tell them Big Shiny Robot sent you. Rappers everywhere. <laughs> cheese that is no longer good. Like 150 cheese sticks that have been ruined because they've been sitting at home. And this happened way too frequently. They're like, we need to look into this. This goes beyond just him being a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the first half of the episode. <laughs> yeah, find a way to just cut that in. Just cut in the cheese. Yep. Tyson, my friend, you are back. I'm back. It's been a good seven or eight months since we've seen you, right? <laughs> I don't think it's been that long, but yeah, I'm back. Like thirty six years, two months. So you, two months. Your family's grown with a puppy and a little, a little one. Yes. You want to give us the the rundown on all this? What's going on, John? Or do you yeah. need to know if you're? We have, we have started. <laughs> <laughs> we have started. I'm gonna start killing people. <laughs> I'm just throwing I beer bottles. Never know. So... Live from Nick's basement. I'm gonna start doing this to John, just like we had to do on the live yeah. show. The Wayne's Damn World. Point. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. Um, I need to, the second half of that, I got to post up, but uh, we did a whole series with PJ. Nick wasn't there. That was super that was fun. fun. Was awesome. KRCL. Mm-hmm. It was what was that radio show? Sorry to Vagabond um, Radio. Vagabond, Vagabond, but his radio. his show is normally called The Yellow Stereo. Stereo. And it's on like Tuesday nights at like 10 p.m., right? 9 or 10 p.m. Oh, is he filling in for somebody else? He was mm-hmm. filling in for Barb the Fox. Oh, Barbie. Barbie. It was that was a lot of fun. Pretty so, sure we like, ruined her show. Oh yeah, for sure. Everyone's like gonna get <laughs> their like smooth it. techno on, and we're like, you guys got some fucking surprises. Yeah. Fucking Africa. Yeah, dude, I'm so dun, freaking dun, stoked dun, you dun, dun, that. Dun, dun, <laughs> I'm mad at all of you <laughs> for not playing the one song I sent you. What, I didn't know you sent yeah, us a song. Yeah. I know we didn't have time. I posted it in Slack. We only had it two. It was a uh, modest mouse bluegrass cover. Oh, I like oh. modest mouse. We only had two and a half hours, Nick. We couldn't play your three-minute song. <laughs> we had a lot of like Johnny Cash and shit to get through. We had jokes like this one that John needed oh to God. tell. Top of your head, go. Dad joke. Which one? I'm, I'm out. What do you mean you're out? You had an hour and a half of fucking mates here. I know. Did you like how I opened all? Did you uh, read that article in Newsweek? <laughs> <laughs> See that thing at the time? I had fun. <laughs> you probably we had the most we all, fun. Yeah. We know you had fun, Yeah. <laughs> we all know you had a great time. Okay. So you've been gone, my friend. Catch us up a little bit. Yeah. So we had our second and final child. Uh, I'm going to get snipped before the end of the year. I need some contact information from you, Nick, by the way. Um. <laughs> Nick knowingly nodded. I have, a, I have an ice pack with their conf- contact information <laughs> on it. I need to take a picture of that. Um, yeah. Uh, her name is uh, Ailey. Uh, she's at this point like two months old. Wow. Mm. What's her name? Ailey. A-I-L-E-E. So we let the we let we let the uh, three year old name her because we couldn't come up with a name. (laughs) So we asked her what she wanted to name her baby. That won't be held over in many fights for many years. Ever man, you're lucky your kid didn't end up being named like Chalupa or some shit. Yeah, I know Chalupa Batman. I I should have named you Fuckface (laughs) Magoo. Taking my paws. Tip and I were arguing about it like out in the living room, not like heated argument, just kind of going back and forth. 
and the three-year-old got up out of her bed, come wandering out to the living room. She's like, you guys need to stop arguing. I'm trying to sleep. And we're like, whoa, well, sorry. She's like, what are you guys talking about? Like, trying to figure out a name for your sister. What do you want to name your sister? And one of the names we've been throwing around was Haley, which is what we think she tried to say, but it came out Ailey. And we're like, ah, that's unique. And then I Googled it to make sure it's an actual name because I didn't want to do the Utah <laughs> thing of just making shit up. And it is an actual name. It's got meanings and everything. So oh, I was just like, oh, so perfect. How you that? A-I-L-E-E. All right. What are some of the meanings? I don't fucking remember. One That's of them, a good name meaning. Like, what? <laughs> like I think like a, like an Arabish meaning of it is like princess or something like yeah, a goddess. Yeah, there's, there's a Hebrew song. Eliyahu on the V. I got the gist. It never breaks out of that. I got the gist. Do you stop singing when the dreidel stops? <laughs> You spin a menorah time. You got the wrong thing. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting few months. Uh, sleeping on the couch a lot with a kid asleep on my chest because she doesn't want to be put down right now. But all that stuff. I kind of forgot about the whole newborn shit. And yeah. close to close to Ailey being born, you know, spending time with your brother, Lucas, Mike, uh, who just recently had a kid. Yeah. Like I talked to him like, oh, shit, I forgot about all this shit. And sure enough, but still remembered how to change a diaper. So, you know, whatever. Been shit on already. It's, it's good. Whatever. Damn. Day in the life. Yeah. But uh, I do got to say this. Uh, this pregnancy and afterwards was particularly rough on my wife. And she has been a baller and a trooper. So I want to give her a shout out. I love her. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, handling everything. Shout out to Tiff. Yeah, props to Tiff. She's a fucking trooper. It's lit. Uh, she lit. She's crusty lit. belly buttons really gross me out. Dude. Crusty belly. Oh, yeah. when the, with the umbilical cord yeah. when it falls yeah. off. Oh, dude, I, I was so glad when it finally fell off. Oh, Trying to get, try to get yeah, stabbed by it. Yeah, well, no, just like you just you don't want to touch it that much, yeah, and it's just it there. And I it's, figured it's like one of those off, like you know those springy things on your door that stop the door from slamming. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Yeah, that's not no. what it is. It's oh. like a piece of burnt oh. bacon just waiting. To... <laughs> Think of like a piece of burnt bacon, but with like one of those chip clips in the middle of it, yeah. where they pinched it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm grossed out. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it's been good. Uh, the hiatus has been good. I'm actually still on paternity leave until the beginning of the year. What so, part of the year? Uh, January 2nd is my return to work date. Is nice. That, is that the Monday? I don't know. It's like the first work day after the new year. Something yeah. Like well, J- January 1st. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's when I go back. So aside from that, I've been able to <laughs> hang out with the family, get some work done on the basement. I feel like Tom and I are secretly racing to see who's basement gets finished but without actually saying if, that we're racing if i beat you then you're fucked because there's <laughs> i have a long fucking uphill climb in front of me speaking of your do do it yourself podcast little segment of that here why were you hanging buckets a bucket of water okay. from your sink? yeah that's so a fair point i figured that... it was just for easy act like you're dipping into it no 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 Is so it, you found a well no, I didn't find a well. I wish I found a well. That'd be awesome. And, I, and I don't mean this in any derogatory way. I was really like trying to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm glad you asked. Cause... And I, I enjoyed all. I knew the comments I was going to get when I posted it. And I'm actually surprised it took your brother long as long as it did for him to comment on it. <laughs> um, so the way we did our ceiling, it's kind of hard to explain, but we took these um, giant like uh, eight by four white sheets of wood, like particle wood. So they're they're a little bit flimsy. Sure. Um, and then we laid them up onto the ceiling and screwed them into the joists, right? Oh, it makes more sense. I thought you used like cloth sheets. Mm-mm. Ah, no. no. So it's, it's like flexible, like MDF sense. board, right? So okay. like thin MDF board. Yeah, so board. from there, we put up um, 
white trim around all the joints. So now as the finished product, it looks like giant white ceiling tiles sitting on top of like these white wood. Um, so it looks like a not panels. cheap drop ceiling. Exactly. It looks okay. like a fancy drop ceiling, right? Yeah. Instead of looking so like, the crux like of it was yeah. is, is we were screwing it up and everything. There was a couple points where the board was flexible. So you screwed it up. He said he screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would kind of bubble a little bit. And so the one place where I had to hang the bucket, the reason why I did that is I had a gap in there that like when we put up the trim and everything, it had created like an inch and a half gap up there mm. and there was nothing to screw the board to on that particular spot which is why we had trouble with that whole section mm. so in order to get the piece the big flat piece to drop down onto the the trim i needed to weigh it down so i didn't have to sit there and freaking hold oh. it down while some adhesive glued it mm. to Did the adhesive hold after that though with the flex of the board no it ended up not i i bought some like i, I bought some pretty heavy duty stuff but the surface of the board is so fucking smooth like mm -hmm. i had a feeling it wasn't going to hold it and i mean i could have sanded it down but after that i was just like fuck it and i just drove two screws into it like so <laughs> that i need to cover up on the trim now but whatever can, can we get back to umbilical cords for no. a minute? yeah oh, sure oh, oh. what a weird thing that is like why the stomach that's like, where you, you take I mean, I get it, but, but I don't. Then you have to cut it, and like, speaking from an evolution standpoint, like you're banging it with like a rock or something. Like, I don't. Well, let's not. I talk don't about claim it. to be a god, but if I were to redesign <laughs> human evolution, I would make it more of like a tube that goes down your throat, and the baby comes out, and you just yank this tube out. Well, just More like, like a, a face feeding hunter. tube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's, I keep getting alien imagery when I'm let's, thinking about it. So. Let's the Jewish guy not talk about cutting things of babies, all right? It's <laughs> a little fetus joke. It's a little fetus joke. When does the, that happen? Isn't that it's a Eight part? days. So that's when it's the the kid's born. Kid's born, eight days later. I thought later. that happened at the bar mitzvah for some reason. No, no. that's where you read from the Torah. That's that when you're so traumatic. God, yeah, that would my be buddy really Kyle, fucked up. Three passages in the Torah, then get your dick chopped. My buddy Kyle. <laughs> Welcome to puberty, chop, chop. He Google, got like, circumcised when, when we were 13. Really? Why? He was, he was a Gentile. He just decided he wanted a circumcision. It was gnarly. That's we saw terrifying. And like he was supposed to wait like over a week, but he's thirteen, so he couldn't. Isn't it called a brisk? And he's like, they... I tore a couple stitches, but like I couldn't stop uh, at that point, so I just used the blood as lubricant. Oh, <laughs> so metal. Yeah, he's dead now. Hair went over to <laughs> really bring that stuff. Well, well thanks all... for listening, guys. Yeah. Well, isn't it called a brisket the eight day thing? He they, called me Johnny Bear. Where they cut the like you hungry, Johnny Bear? No. <laughs> Answer my fucking no, question about the Jewish culture. What? I'm is sorry. it a is it a brisk? It they... is a brisk. Brisk. Yes. Brisk. Not brisk. Brisk. Not that like, was, brisk not is like an iced tea where you have the California raisins <laughs> and Frank Sinatra <laughs> trying to sell you. Do they refer to the the moil at the eight the days brisk. when you're a kid as a brisk as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's eight days. Brisk. And what a weird thing that since we're talking about it, okay, so let's go back, right? Let's just for the sake of conversation pretend that the old testament is accurate all right all We're right going back to abraham right and he's like he goes to everybody all the dudes in his city and he's like hey i just talked to god and he says we need to cut this skin off our penis and we're talking thousands of years ago we're like again 
It's like lay your penis on this rock while we bash the skin with another rock until it comes off. We have no disinfectant. Your odds of infection are probably pretty high. <laughs> and what do you do with all that foreskin? Probably made a suit. He's just wearing it around. He's just a weird penis skin fetish guy. And it just became this long tradition. He's probably someone that like not a preacher. Just this amazing Technicolor dream coat. It's really just foreskin. It's like a drunk face. Like hey. I bet you tomorrow I can get 500 out of a thousand motherfuckers to bang their dicks with a rock. Yeah, that's like that knife game where you put your hand on <laughs> your penis on this rock. Just keep going side to side. See what happens. Abraham was like the guy in the neighborhood that nobody really liked. And so to get back at him, he's like, guys, I talked to God. You'll need to cut part of your dicks off. And then they went home to their wives and they're like, ah, crazy Abraham. And their wives like, well, I yeah. mean, maybe you should look at such a fascinating thing. Because like, again, you go back thousands of years and like, there's not a lot of people, right? And then mental illness pops up. Like some dude gets schizophrenia, but like it's never been heard of before. I think that's why, like, they don't even have like the cognitive reasoning yeah, to understand like, that he's. Oh God. well, this yeah. guy's here is clearly God. He's hearing voices. <laughs> like, why? Who else would be talking? It's yeah, clearly, it's clearly God. Here's a question. <laughs> And that's why we don't hear from God anymore. It's just like <laughs> mental illness increase, and they're like everyone's hearing from God, and they're like, God doesn't want to talk to this many people. There's no way this is the right They're just sick now. <laughs> and there's like one guy who's crazy that God is actually talking to, and we're all missing it. And then me and my girlfriend were talking the other day, and we were talking about uh, the theory that we're all in a uh, simulation. Like a matrix. And we started, somehow we got onto like, the idea of God within this. And basically God is just the guy where like, you know, you're younger and you get your Sims game and you play it real hard for like a couple of weeks and then you just kind of set it on autopilot and don't go back to it forever. That's where we're at. This guy just got bored and set it on autopilot and no one's heard from God in a couple thousand years. We're just running now. He forgot. Oh. He saw it like eight new computers. This is just plugged in, going. Some Windows yeah. ME machine. Yeah. We're right. hanging out. Sorry, a lot of God for that. <laughs> I think this is the furthest off the rails so, we've ever gone. I have, I have a question, though, back to the circumcisions. So if a circumcised <laughs> dick produces a mushroom stamp, does this non-circumcised one do like a hoodie stamp? It's an anteater. <laughs> an aardvark. Aardvark stamp. <laughs> an aardvark stamp. An aardvark. Anyways. Or if you're well endowed, a, a snuffle up again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we didn't talk about the stuff on PJ's radio show. We were waiting for all of us. So, oh my God. This is the magic. I was yeah. talking to Bentley today, and he's actually like, I don't know if I'm going to listen to that. Like, You can't talk about sticking your finger in your ass to fix your impacted poops if you're on the radio. <laughs> we would have found He really likes that story. He really likes that story. It's really gnarly. Did things to me. Super gnarly. <laughs> Tom, you just heard the story. Imagine digging it out. It's horrible. <laughs> God so, damn it. No, I heard the story, which made me imagine yeah, digging it out. That's, that's Tom, you went to a tournament. I did. What was the tournament you went to? So they did a tournament in Salt Lake City called GTX or Game Tyrant Expo. Oh, yeah. And they build it as a major tournament, which is pretty silly. Um, this is the first time ever major yeah, tournament. In Utah, which I mean... They it, did it at Vivint, didn't they? Yeah, it was at the Vivint Smart Home Arena, like on the the floor. How was the basketball court, Tom? <clears throat> Turnout was okay. <laughs> did you bring your autistic younger brother where he gets to try out the power glove and then plays <laughs> Super Mario 3 at the end and California. somehow knows where the whistles are even though he's never played the game before? 
Yeah, Tom. to reference the to wizard. The, the wizard. Yeah. Oh, I have just California. Savage. Fred Savage. My and mistake. the girl is Jenny Lewis. Hmm. Front front woman of uh, Rilo Kiley. Oh. Yeah, Tom. That's a good band. Tell me more about this tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was pretty good. So we went Saturday. Uh, we didn't go Friday or Sunday. So it was a it was a Smash Brothers event um, with like a fighting game side tournament because Smash Brothers isn't a fighting game, bitches. Um, okay, and Smash okay. had about 360 entrants. Hold so on, so you're real, I'm really interested about <laughs> everyone's, that. Everyone's got yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. Pause this for a moment. What do you classify Smash Brothers as? A, it's a, a brawler? It's not even a brawler. It's like it's like a multiplayer party game. And like Nintendo has actually come out and said we don't consider this a fighting game. Like even to make Smash competitive, I'm I'm sure there's somebody like screaming into the air right now hearing me say this. But to make Smash competitive, they have to set custom rules to make it work. Right? It's one they have to like one. turn Certain like a bunch of shit off. Items are turned yeah. off. So they they have like a, a set of like house rules essentially that make it competitive. And Nintendo mm. has even said like we don't view this as a fighting game. We view this as like a community party game. But you guys have gone and made it competitive, and that's cool. I'm horrible at that game. I just pick Samus and lay eggs. <laughs> drop those little <laughs> bombs and drop the bombs. chicken noises. I think we really need it. We need a Nintendo night. Yeah. Five of us. It'd be fun. I'd play Smash again with you guys. Um, Mario Kart. I'd like so, uh, play some Marvel. My question, um, anyway. my question was, it was so Smash Bros. was like the main it event. It was the main, yeah. They it had was, 360 entrants for Smash But then Brothers. they were doing like Street Fighter wow. Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, Marvel vs. Capcom, Tekken. Like in separate tournaments? Uh, all on the floor. So like um, all on the, the basketball court, I guess. The court wasn't down. It was just cement. But, <laughs> just anyway. so you, uh, Don't you defend yourself to Tyson. What game did you play? So I played Marvel vs. Capcom and I, played, and I played Street Fighter. All right. Who was your team? Um, so I started playing Mega Man and Cap. Um, I won my first match, and then I was just playing like some casual matches with a guy I play with a lot, and he was blowing me up. And I switched X for Spider Man, and I started finding some really dirty shit that was like really hard for him to deal with. So I played Spider Man the rest of the tournament. <laughs> Spider Man's a motherfucker. So you were Spidey and Cap. Spidey and Cap. I like your. It was pretty good. Your Marvel Unity choice. Thank you. Yes, that's a good so, one. That's yeah. a ballsy move. Just Thank switching you. it up. You've been I, talking Mega Man and Cap for yeah, and I still close think, to a year now. I still think I'll still play X. It's just he's he lacks a lot of Marvel-y things, so he's not like a lot of Marvel characters should have the ability to like get in from full screen and like mix your opponent up. And X doesn't really have that. He kind of does from like mid screen, but he's not as like solid. And Spider Man is fucking nutty in this game. Like he's super crazy. Like, he can neutral jump and then do his web sling. And depending on when you do his web sling, he will grab them and he'll either land in front of them or behind them and do, like, an overhead fierce punch. So they have to they have overhead or fucking land on at the same time based on your height. And you can tag another character in in the middle of doing that. So then they have to also deal with that fucking character. So I can do, like, Cap has a move where he flips through his opponent. So you can start that, tag in Spider-Man, do the web grab, Spider-Man's position will change based on the fact that Cap is flipping through them and they have no fucking clue where you're coming from and then you start up a combo series. God so Spider-Man is pretty pretty tits. Plus, his black and silver Spidey colors are awesome looking in this game. So you participated in a tournament for both of those? Yes. And what happened, Tom? I took 13th in Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, I lost... Out of? Out of Remember, I liked oh, I like yeah. the numbers. Totally. Out of forty something, forty seven, forty eight. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I beat two guys, and then I played a guy that I practiced with who dunked me, and then I won a match again, and then I played a pro, and I didn't push a button for three <laughs> matches. 
What do you mean? Like I he just ruined he your rushed ass. me down. I pushed a button which he knew I was going to push because he's fucking psychic. And then he literally locked me in combos for the entire game. That is like the one thing I took out of that. The sets against him is I didn't get perfected once, but he was doing the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen. Like he was doing Chun-Li combos where he would launch me and he would literally do fierce roundhouse dash, fierce roundhouse dash. And he carried me across the screen with an air combo, dropped me, flipped in. He was doing like 130, 140 hit combos. I would turn to him and beat him with my controller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, right? I was just laughing. Like, by, by the end of it, I was just chuckling because it was just so impressive to see it happen. Like he was doing, like the game had literally at this point had been out for five days and he was doing just zany fucking shit. And at the end of it, I was like, hey man, thanks for letting me practice blocking. Because <laughs> I didn't know what else to say because it was literally just me trying to block stuff and then eventually getting opened up and racked. But um, it was really fun. And then Street Fighter. I took seventh. Out of 50 something. Wow. And it's, yeah, so I did really, really well in Street Fighter, I think. I beat. Who did you play with? I, I always play with Ibuki. So Ibuki is my character. So Tyson, I believe you mentioned eating crow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm always giving you shit for your tournaments, but seventh means you took home some. I, I got a medal. Yeah, you got a medal. A medal. Got, got some got hardware. They paid me $25. Nice. So <laughs> I am now a professional gamer. Yeah, there it is. Putting there on it my, is, Tom. my LinkedIn profile. Well, here's to you, sir. Okay. Here's to Tom. I, I applaud your... Tyson had a kid, but here's to Tom. Seventh place. Yes. <laughs> may, may you get sixth and fifth and fourth and third and second and first eventually. You know what's fucked up? Is the dude that I sent to losers to get into the top eight, to, to put me into the top eight of the group, placed fifth. Oh, because I sent him into losers and he was better than the people in losers, but not better than me. So if I would have lost him, I would have taken fifth or fourth. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still it's great. You like, took seventh against better players. Yeah, which but is it was probably just, more of a victory. Like, right? I was looking at the rankings. And I was like, how the fuck did that guy take? And I looked at his past. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so good for you, Tom. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, it was a cool tournament. I hope they do it again next year and I hope it's bigger and more. It seemed like a successful event. I think so. It was, I, I think from the Smash side, it was definitely successful. From like the fighting game side, like the, the one thing I would say is there was probably 60 to 70 total people there, maybe 80. And that's between Marvel, Guilty Gear, Street Fighter, Injustice, and Tekken. So a lot of people went and registered for three to four games. Gotcha. Which is great. Like that's like one of the cool things about it is you just paid the entry fee to get into the venue and then you can enter any tournament you wanted. Hmm. Um, which is which usually what it is is you pay like a fee to watch and then if you want to enter you pay like ten dollars per game, mm. so that was really cool. But the one thing on the fighting game side was like maybe a total of eighty people total across you know these four or five games. So it would be cool to have like you know two hundred and fifty people enter Street Fighter instead of fifty. But so a lot of times when I hear you talk about these tournaments, it's like Street Fighter or MVC mm -hmm. or even it's at some point Injustice is like the main event. Right, right, right. That's right. the main game. What's the thought? Pro Do you know anything? Like, why was it Smash Brothers? <clears> they did it on community size, so they literally said whatever game has the highest registration will be the the main event. Will be the main and event. Smash and Brothers. Smash Brothers had three hundred and sixty entrants. I mean, people are crazy times. for that game. They are, and their community is super passionate. And that's something that's really neat. Like the kids that are still playing like the GameCube Smash still like hard around fucking CRT TVs to do it, <laughs> which is. No, it's like the shit. only reason those guys know what a CRT is is because Smash requires it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you think really they're gonna bust out a new Smash on the Switch? I would hope so. I mean, I didn't really care for the 3DS one. I thought it was yeah, it's all right, mediocre. I haven't really played the Wii U one, but I was watching not Wii U the 
Yeah, the Wii U yeah, was we, the last yeah. one. So they were running a turn on that. I was watching it, and I, I like the characters. Like I like they've got Cloud. I liked it reusing it, but it's even very similar to the Wii. Yeah, I know that all the games are basically the same, but it, especially that one. I felt yeah, like. yeah. What was the difference here? But I, I mean, I think at some point, if they, if they want their community to keep active, they're gonna have to. But I guess like really all that'll happen is if the community stops playing the cube version, they'll all just move on to the Wii U version potentially. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they've got to do something because I mean, Nintendo wants to do esports, right? That's what Splatoon was built for. That's what Arms is built for. They have the yeah. ability with the classic NES mini thing. Why aren't we seeing like Burger Time competition? Oh, my <laughs> remember Burger Time? It's funny you mentioned that. I saw an ESPN documentary that Tyson might have seen too about these guys that get together and they play Super Tecmo at a bar. It's a big tournament. People fly in to play. That's fucking cool. Super Tecmo. That That's game is awesome. so much fun. You remember that, that game? game? Yeah. Every, do they not allow them to be uh, Barry Sanders? <laughs> I don't remember how the no, team stuff Bo works Jackson. out. Or Bo Jackson. <laughs> That's yeah, the Bo, best. Bo, Bo Jackson. Bo knows so best. True. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I saw, I went to Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Oh, did you? On Wednesday night at the Wasatch Speaker Series. How was that? It was really interesting. Super interesting. It was uh, the first hour. So he for those originally they thought it might be canceled because he actually got flown to Puerto Rico to cover all that oh. and help out. And he didn't know if he'd be able to get out in time. So he literally he said he hadn't slept in like a week and like had just landed two hours before the speaker series. So for those not in the know, who's who's this gentleman? So he is a uh head neurologist at this hospital in Atlanta. He specializes in medical policy, and then he is also a uh, journalist for CNN. He juggles all these things. Plus a wife and two kids. It's pretty crazy. Uh, But it was like an hour he opened up, and he kind of talked about how you know, like my responsibilities as a doctor and my responsibilities as a journalist, and like how those two worlds meet. It was crazy, dude. The stories he was telling were insane. That's cool. He's That's really covering cool. the Iraq war and some dude gets shot by a sniper in the head and the army realizes he is in Iraq. And so they call him in to perform brain surgery in the middle of the desert where he's using a DeWalt drill to put really new. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. He, he got a lot of shit um, <clears throat> uh, during this past election for like adamantly saying like Donald Trump will not win the presidency. Like he got a lot of shit for that. There was so he did like an Which hour. Which I don't know why he got singled out for that. Yeah, he, he just... did like an hour lecture, and then it was thirty minutes of Q and A where people are just writing on cards, turning them in. They're just going through them, and some stuff hinting at Trump came up, um, and he clearly does not like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so likable. There was like one where it's like, what would you change about? American healthcare, <laughs> and he laughed for like a solid three minutes <laughs> laughing. Um, and then he brought up this interesting fact about uh, can crushers, how they're all quitting their jobs because it's so depressing. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God oh, damn no. it. Oh, Did you tell that story just to get yeah, to that part? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tom and I saw Michelle Obama speak. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. she went and did a Pearl site. It was that, right. It was a private chat so at our like, user conference. Yeah, yeah, you weren't allowed to record it. Like the press wasn't supposed to report on it or anything. It was like a controlled conversation between the CEO and her. 
but it was pretty good. That sounds super cool. She's a bright lady. She is. She made me all teary eyed and shit. It was super cool. Made yeah. me remember what like classy human beings are like. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get to Joe Biden's coming to the next one. He's the oh, next nice. speaker. Oh, really? Jane Goodall. She's like can't. hitting a lot of things this year. Are you still talking about apes? It's been thirty years. It's I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like the only thing I know about Jane Goodall is from The Simpsons. So I have a feeling that just like I would not be the right audience for her. Over the last couple months, I got to go to a Bruce Campbell event. His uh, last fan standing. It's yeah. like a little game show where everybody competes, and then the top four people get to compete on stage and you know elimination round. That was pretty cool. Where was that at? Stage? No, fuck no. It was at the tower. Okay, cool. And then the the next night, which was super cool, is I got to meet Steve Johnson. And nobody gives a shit. Who's Steve Johnson? Steve Johnson is the guy that did all the special effects stuff, the practical effects for Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought Slimer, he Big Johnson t-shirt. Remember Big Johnson? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. 1994, man. <laughs> he, he may have been. So this guy, as Danielle referred to him, was the Tony Stark of special effects. So the, back then... In the 80s and 90s, if you were a special effects guy, you were like a rock star. You showed up, they had drugs, they had uh, alcohol and women, and you got to pick your jobs. He said he got fired from more jobs than he actually took. And think of the big movies that we watched, like The Abyss. Mm -hmm. He did all the stuff for that. He did all the Ghostbusters. So it was really interesting hearing his stories. And just one day he lost, uh, he said $15 million in one day, so he quit. He lost the Spider-Man 3 job because he'd done Spider-Man 2, and he lost the... Where the wild things are. Both of those in the same day. So he closed up his shop. He said he had this giant warehouse. So he sold everything in it. He went to Costa Rica with his money and has been just partying there and writing his memoirs. <laughs> and the majority of which is just him doing drugs, drinking, and partying with women. Well, he really missed out not being associated with Spider-Man 3 and where the wild things are. <laughs> yeah. He talked a lot of shit on everybody, which was part of the fun. So it was interesting. Uh, like, uh, which true? Like, are, which Spider-Man three? The one that never happened with Andrew Garfield, or he was working on the 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 Andrew or the yeah the McGuire stuff. Okay. So he did he did Spider-Man two, and he did all the Doc Ock arms and all those practical effects. And then for Spider-Man three, uh, it was just a shit show. It sounds like obviously. Yeah. But for Spider-Man two, he said Sam Raimi. I thought you might appreciate this, John. He said Sam Raimi is his favorite director in a lot of ways. And part of it was because when they got together for the different action sequences or things where they said we're going to have this fight scene, Sam Raimi would sit down and be like, all right, so what do you think the kids are going to like the best? Whatever you think is going to be best for the kids to have a great time, let's do that. He's like, I don't know. What if he fights Doc Ock and flips these cars over, does these things? He's like, okay, so you can make arms that will flip a car over? He's like, no, but we could do something like that. And Sam was like, okay, cool. Do it. Whatever you want to do. I, cool. I had a good laugh before this. I was talking to my roommate. I was explaining the movie rights oh. between Sony and Disney and oh, man. Fox. But uh, he, he, when trying to use an example, uh, instead of saying Dr. Octopus, said Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> and, uh, I laughed super hard. That's it. End of story. You Sorry. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that uh, your roommate just stared at you like, what the fuck's yeah. your problem, man? It. Did you know that Robotnik's a spoof on FDR Roosevelt? Nope. Because it's, they it's made it in mean. Japan and, you know, we bombed them. Yeah. So that they made him Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, it doesn't cool. look anything fucking like him. Well, he rides around a big mustache. Like big a old wheel? mustache and bald. Is that like a big gut? Or no, I'm thinking of Roosevelt. 
wheelchair. Yeah, there's yeah. the two, Teddy and yeah. FDR. Yeah. Maybe I messed Franklin up. Delano. No, no, I I messed it up. I was thinking wrong, wrong Roosevelt. All right. Instead of Rebecca's gross, would you rather questions? Oh, also, thank you, Rebecca, for buying a bunch yeah, of cool yeah. stuff for us in New York Comic Con. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Your would you rather She she probably marked they them were up gross. on us. But they were, it's <laughs> They're worth always it. gross. And she did, and it's gotten lazier and lazier. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, Rebecca, we're doing this, and she just sends me a link to like a Google yeah, fucking she, she's search. She's not even coming up with those. She's just fucking googling <laughs> would you rather's. Would you rather have a penis in your mouth or not? Yeah. Well, given the choice, I'd vote not. I'm like, sorry. You'd go for not? <laughs> Cholera or cancer? Okay. So I thought this might be fun. You guys may not think this is fun at all. This may be just be stupid. So there's two directors that have taken actors and like reinvigorated their careers. Mm-hmm. You have Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. and Wes Anderson. Yep. Two very different directors. Yeah. What if different like they'd swap cast for reinvigorating? So you'd have maybe Owen Wilson and Bill Murray in Pulp Fiction, or maybe John Travolta and Samuel Jackson, one of, I don't know, World Tenenbaums. I don't know. Reinvigorating careers. I don't think Samuel Jackson would fall into that. He's always been strong. Pulp Fiction was Bruce Willis and John Travolta. You're right. You're right. So and Wes Anderson is pretty much just, I mean, I guess Bill Murray. And is it really reinvigorating or just kind of bringing him back? I'd say bringing him back films for a while. I got one. So I'd say I'd switch and cast up. What do you? Danny Glover had so, a good streak after Tenenbaum. Grand Budapest Hotel is Wes Anderson, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I fucking love that movie. Holy so shit. I would love to see Bill Murray as the hotel. But that's still so Wes he's Anderson. Keeping Wes Anderson within. Oh, Wes keeping. Anderson. Well, yeah. I guess that's. Think it. about swapping. Yeah, yeah, swapping. Okay. Because you got like Tarantino. All right, hold on. You got okay. Jamie Foxx. You got I don't uh, the, the dude question. that played. The, Here we go. I got it. I got All right. It. Like switching cast got from it. Tarantino movies to Wes Anderson Done. or vice versa. Uh, got it already. All right. So, Pulp Fiction. All right. Uh, when they are sitting in the restaurant, Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, mm-hmm. just kind of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. About real, the Royale. Real frustrated with each other. Not the Royale. Oh. And they're <laughs> just talking about quitting and acts of God, and they're just kind of bickering back and forth. Um, I would then put in, uh, or no, you know, I take this back. All right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> when they shoot the guy in the head in the car yeah, and they go to Tarantino's house. Yeah. Tarantino's pissed. I would make Tarantino's character, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Travolta, I think would be Owen Wilson automatically. And man, for that soft his ass character you know maybe just the wilsons the brothers wilson. luke wilson yeah really yeah Who would you luke is the samuel jackson more level-headed character and owen wilson is the asshole Cute. or no i would flip that i would have luke is travolta kind of dry sarcastic asshole yeah so would uh, you have bill murray as the wolf then <laughs> That fits very yeah, well. Yeah, that would fit. So very well. I want to expand on that though. So okay. you put you put Luke Wilson as John Travolta. That's what you did, right? I would have Luke as the. Okay. Just ask me to take my shoes off. Say please. You know? That. So I'm thinking. So Travolta's <laughs> character is brothers with one of the Reservoir Dogs guys. Yeah, with uh, so, Matthew. What's his? Yeah. Or so. Mike. What's, what's that guy's I name? I can't remember his name. Michael Mann? No, that's a director. Madsen. Madsen. Mike Madsen. So I want to do uh, switch over Reservoir Dogs with just the cast of 
um, the Life Aquatic. Just switch it over completely. Get Bill Murray. <laughs> get uh, Jeff Goldblum in there. Get Defoe. Get Owen Wilson. Just switch that whole movie in half. I would love to see love Bill that. Murray do the part in Reservoir Dogs at the beginning where the heist goes wrong, where Bill Murray is letting out these ridiculously, you shot me, fucking shot me, <laughs> but have Bill Murray doing that, fantastic. So, all right. Yeah, the Tyson's your turn. Okay, so I would take, so this is still Grand Budapest, and I would actually take Walton Goggins. All right. Ooh, yeah. From yeah. Django Unchained. Yeah. And I'd put him in the Ralph Fiennes role in Grand Budapest. Hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's just he's a great character actor, and I think he's super underappreciated and underutilized in a lot of things. And I think he would have just been great. Ralph Fiennes was great in that role, but you know, who's the other guy in Django? The Christoph Waltz. Oh, yeah, I always forget his name. What would what would we put him in for a Wes Anderson movie? I so love that guy. He is now Bill Murray's character in Rushmore. I could see him there, uh, and I can yeah. see him in Life Aquatic. Yeah. Just being dead set about finding that fucking fish. <laughs> I I love his voice. I could I would love to have him be fantastic, Mr. Fox. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 could, I could just hear him just doing the voice. Like I, I'd listen to that. Tom, you got any ideas? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the trailer for the new Wes Anderson movie, The Isle of Dogs? Yeah, the Isle that of looks Dogs. super fun. That's I love Brian Cranston, movies, right? Hmm? Isn't that Brian Cranston? Yeah, he's in it. All right. Yeah. Well, that was my fun question. I thought that might be. That was a good one. I like that. I enjoy it. Dick with. All right. I'll try to think of more. Better than Rebecca's shit. God. It was. God. You want to hear the would you rather that she sent Let's over? Let's hear it. Let's yes. hear it. Oh, would yeah. you rather have hey. a dick in your butt? Well. What's the other option? either. No, that's how lazy she's gotten. There's <laughs> yeah, not even another option. That's just, that's, would <laughs> you rather have a dick in your butt? End of question. <laughs> so it was, it's about eating something. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to repeat the whole fucking thing. I'm just gonna insinuate well, you, it. I mean, so it's eating one of two things. things. It's eating ass. Your father's ass semen. Oh. Or your oh, mother's God. menstruation. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that's that was Tom, turn the recording off. I'm yeah. sad now. Yeah. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool, and we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>